The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. So there's the new single by Tandem Felix, brilliant Irish band Tandem Felix. Uh, the song is called The Kitchen and it's from a brand new album which came out on Friday called There's a New Sheriff in Town. And uh, it's great. It's a great listen. It's real kind of, um, there's an all country, country vibe to it, I suppose. Americana, a bit of Wilco in there, I think, is kind of one of the strongest influences that I heard. But just, you know, some of the details in it, the the keyboard sounds and the lyrics and the kind of song craft in there, it's just right up my alley. Uh, but we're very, very lucky because we have David Tapley from Tan and Felix on the line to chat. How's it going, David? It is going very well, very relieved to have this album finally out now and uh, it's great to speak to you under more celebratory circumstances than just the last time we were talking about the passing of the like great Robbie Robertson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, how does it feel to have it out? I mean, it's been four years since your debut, which is Romcom, which is in 2019. So, four years, was there anything big that happened over the last four years? Well, I feel like it's, it's not really four years. As we all know, you have to subtract, I think, two and a half years off that, which I've been doing to my age for the past four years as well, given that the pandemic stole my prime. Yeah, no, four years was never the intention, but unfortunately my hand was held over a hot stove by the gods of virus, <laughs> viral infections or whatever you want to call it. So I suppose before we get into like the, the details of it, the feel of the album for me, I think rom-com it was a bit world-weary. It was, you know, smart, but there was definitely a bit of like you know, uh, world weariness, I guess, to it. This one has kind of gone down a slightly darker path, I think. Some of the lyrics in it, um, I wished I was dead. Uh, you know, um, uncomfortable situations, people playing your music, you're not liking them. Um, what's the point of it all? I've been deep in sickness. Uh, it's beating the hell out of me. Is everything all right, David? Everything is all right now. I am, I do have to say, I'm struck down with a cold at the moment, um, which is coincidental. Uh, although it, uh, my girlfriend was giving out to me today for leaving the house with wet hair the other day when it was torrential rain, and <laughs> I didn't. I don't like using a hair dryer, so I think I may have willed this cold onto myself. So yes, everything, broadly speaking, generally speaking, is okay. But I suppose when you come into an album, so do you come in with a bunch of songs and go, okay, here's my my songs. I'm just going to record them and thematically put them together and I'll see what the through line is? Or am I going in and saying, I want to do something like this and so therefore I'll take these songs and fold them into this idea? Which way does it kind of run for you? Well, funnily enough, the way the first record and the way this record were recorded was certainly very different as a result of the second one happening during the pandemic. first record I largely recorded during my, my mid-twenties, partly when I was still in college or when I had just, just finished college, so I had all the time in the world and we, we really threw the kitchen sink at this one, whereas this most recent album, There's a New Sheriff in Town, was recorded partly over the pandemic, a lot of it at home and in various, you know, sitting rooms and such. So the two of them are sort of are, are polar opposites in that sort of sense. But the, I think the one thing they share is preeminent songwriting is, is largely chronological, even to the point that the track listing can almost resemble the sort of the, the timeline of how the songs were written. In fact, if the the... The first record, you can you can almost plot at what point during the album's process that I pick up certain keyboards or certain instruments because they'll they'll join the album at track five and and, and stick around for the subsequent songs. But similar something similar happened with this record. I think that kind of every time there was a new song recorded or written, it was sort of put to the end of the 
you know, the demos playlist and the album itself kind of still to an extent has that, you know, somewhat has that shape. So I I tend not to go into a recording project with a whole batch of songs ready to go that can be tossed around and take, you know, they can sort of take a a natural shape like that. It it, it happens also naturally, but but just sort of in in a different, stranger way, I guess, where, you know, kind of I'm writing as I'm going along and... And as soon as the record's done, that's that's when I that's when I stop. But we should be going hell for leather from now on. But on our so I've got an album about to come out, and one of the things that I tried to do on it was I tried to just have songs that felt immediate. I kind of I'll, I'll put all the ideas together, and I just said, well, look, this this feels like it's already something. But on this on your album, it does sound like that you've kind of mined a lot of the songs, like you've, you've, you've felt them out and discovered them as you've gone through them and kind of f- found where you were within the song. Is that something that you would connect with? Yeah, I think so. I just, I guess maybe the, the thing you might find surprising is just when really that happens, I guess. I kind of do a lot of this discovery of the, of the songs during the recording or even in a lot of cases during the sort of post-production editing phase of, of the process and certainly the sort of lyrical content of the song, the way I sort of write the lyrics and the way I write songs in general is, is very quick to don't give myself even a second to think about it because that is what kills, you know, a good oh. song is <laughs> me, Actually, having, me having a chance to think about it. So that's interesting because I would, I would, it sounds, it sounds the other way. It sounds like it's kind of lovely, lovingly poured over, which is kind of interesting. It's a bit, it's a bit of a, a kind of a, I don't want to call it a magic trick of mine, but I, I do have, you know, recordings on my phone, my notes app of, say, for example, the, the most recent single, The Kitchen, the first time I ever played that song, as in literally when I was sitting down to write it, it just came out, like it literally just kind of came out of me. The chords, the words, everything, some of the words are slightly different, but I, I have a recording from 2019. I actually have been meaning to put it up on Twitter because it's probably the closest I've ever gotten to it, where I, I sat down with, you know, literally at square one and four minutes later I, I hit stop on my phone recording and, and that's that, that was pretty much it. That was the song done. I didn't have a chance to think about it. You know, a lot of lyrics, I'm not really sure what they, where they came from and I can only really assign, you know, it might take a, it might take a psychoanalyst analyst to tell me where some of the things that I, that I say, where, where they come from, but, you know, I think not having the chance to think about it and to edit myself on on the lyrical front really makes it sort of a um, a, a much more unfiltered process. And that's why, for the keen-eared listeners, that's why this every you know every couple of Tandem Felix songs will contain a lyric that is actually just gibberish because I, <laughs> I haven't been able to replace a, a, a main rambling uh, on one of the demos with anything that phonetically fits. So there's a couple couple on this record of, of, of mumblings for sure. Oh, I love it. Easter eggs yeah. for the fans. But look, the album's great. It's like, you know, as well as just having some of the best keyboard sounds that just make me want to like, you know, call you at three in the morning. Go, what is it? What, how did you yeah. get that? But um, I'm not going to do that. Uh, look, it's a pleasure to listen to. You're playing November 23rd in Whelan's, which is, uh, the I guess, the Dublin launch. Uh, definitely go along and see that. That'll be great. Loads of pedal steel and keyboards, I assume. I assume the stage will just like, look like a scientist's um, um, back room, uh, which is uh, very exciting. I'm not sure about that now. It's gonna be it's gonna be lean and mean this time round. We'll have to uh, we'll have to get the pedal seal in next year next time. 
Okay, right. Well, there you go. It'll be lean and mean, which is even better, more intimate. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the the single "Message of the Afternoon," which is uh, we played on the show here? Uh, it's a it's a glorious song. As I said, some some dark lyrics in it, uh, but can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, I think over the last sort of few years, I've been watching a lot of films. I've been sort of struck by the idea of cinematics. Uh, in sort of in general, I know it's sort of a very broad thing to say, I've been struck by cinematics. It's sort of something I have been getting lyrically, I've been sort of more interested in when I hear other people sort of painting vaguer pictures, but more, vaguer but more detailed. I don't know if that makes, is, is that a, um, a, con- a contradiction built into itself, but just the idea of sort of being able to, to picture a sort of setting more so than describing a um, an emotion. So that was something I kind of wanted to, do with this particular song. Um, there is a film called Personal Chopper. Don't you've ever seen it, but um, a lot of the film sort of takes place through a phone conversation, a text message, which is something that's very hard to do. I think cinematically, mm. um, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of filmmakers will be reduced to having a horrible sort of graphic pop up. You know, you see it on house of cards and different sort of television shows and, and films where, like, you know, you see the the, the speech bubble of a text message, someone gets, I hate that, I hate how that looks. But um, Personal Shopper is sort of one film, I think, where they really nailed the sort of feeling of of, of, of sort of texting an anonymous person or, or building a relationship via a phone. Um, and that's sort of something I wanted to do musically. I mean, people sing about, you know, he used to call me on my cell phone and all that sort of stuff. But um, I wanted to, I wanted to go one level deeper than than Drake on that one and sort of explore the latter parts of a of a romantic relationship via text messages and voicemails and what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well look, it's a great listen. The album is called There's a New Sheriff in Town by Tan and Felix. Uh, go and see them on November 23rd in Whelan's. Thanks so much for chatting to us, David. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, let's listen to it. This is Message of the Afternoon by Tan and Felix on Radio Nova. The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness, the very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.